what if you woke up in the future and a rich man wanted your body? Because we're talking about Free Jack. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? I'm so sure. Want a date? Listen, sister, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. Just look like you like me, and let's fan time, all right? No. It snakes up to this pig. Wolfman's got nards. What did I say? No jelly rolls. What are you going to do to me, Daddy? And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Because, hey, motherfucker. Thanks, guys, for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Uh, subscribe there. Head over to uh, uh, also while you're at iTunes, because you're, you're already there, subscribing to the podcast. <laughs> Leave us a review. It really helps us out. Also, if you want to help out the show, go buy a shirt at a Redbubble store, redbubble.com. Search uh, Colt Film Shop in the old search bar there on the website, or CFIR will take you to our shirts where you can purchase them. Then head over to our YouTube page and subscribe there. Uh, and then th- this is the day before this goes down, guys. So make sure you got your tickets to go see uh, fucking Night of the Creeps. They're running out already. They are running out. They are going fast, so get your tickets for Night of the Creeps, Phoenix Film Bar. They can get tickets where, Chris? TheFilmBarPHX.com. That's right. I'm your host, Cody Everett. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. Tonight, we're talking about Free Jack. It was directed by Jeff Murphy. Came out in 1992. Had a budget of $30 million. <laughs> <laughs> Made $17 million in the box office and has a currently sits at a 14%. Wow. On Rotten Tomatoes. This is Chris's pick. Chris! <laughs> Why did you pick Free Jack? Because <laughs> I had never seen this movie before. That's why you fucking picked Free Jack? Yep. Because <laughs> you've never seen it? That was your criteria? Dude, he gave yeah. me a pep talk of like, I think you're going to like this film. I think before he watched it. Wait, what? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. God. I'm pretty sure he did. I thought you picked this based only on like, you know, I don't care if it's a cold film or not. You know what? I'm in, I'm in a frisky mood. No, so here's I think a, I want to watch Free Jack. A couple of years ago, somebody told me about this movie, and I saw it at like a VHS swap and picked it up. And th- throughout the show, I've always looked at it and considered doing it because I was told that it was like a pretty, cr- like kind of weird movie, sci-fi kind of '80s movie. I didn't realize it was made in like '92 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blew my mind also when I figured that one out. But um. But yeah, so I, I kept look I keep looking at it. And I'm like, I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm gonna pick this movie and finally dive in and see what this movie's about. It's Emilio Estevez and Mick Jagger. I knew that much, and I'd actually never seen Mick Jagger act. So I thought, me may- either. Maybe that's <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what may potentially could make this a cult film is the cast. And you know, Emilio, he was doing some. He's always done stuff on the fringe of cult, I guess. So. Yeah, I, I wanted to explore it. Emilio! <laughs> I was like, Emilio! Emilio! Uh, here's, I'll give you, I want to go next, because my experience with I this movie I want to go is, next? What do you mean yeah. next? <laughs> I, yeah, it, you want to go why you picked the film? Who has no, no. not seen this film? As what, in, what do you mean next? Yeah. I had not also seen this film. Yeah, because people know where we're going. Yeah. Guys, who here yeah. hasn't seen this film? I'll go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never heard, seen this before because of the legacy that I've always known this film to have, which is don't watch Free Jack. It's fucking terrible. Uh, I've never heard a good word about Free Jack. 
Really? So I swear, Chris said, I think you're going to like this film. (laughs) Because I've seen it in the video store. It's one that you you always come across. It's always in like the three fucking dollar bin at Walmart or the fucking five (laughs) dollar bin at Walmart. You're like, fucking Mick Jagger, Emilio Estevez. (laughs) How come I've never heard of this movie, Free Jack? (laughs) And it's just them on the cover. It's mostly fucking Mick Jagger. Yeah, looking like Mick Jagger all all puffy chest. All all lippy. Yeah, all lippy. (laughs) Very lippy. (laughs) A lot of lip going on in that hole. Like I I just, (laughs) I was like, I've heard a lot of people talk about this movie, but never in a positive light. So I was like, yeah, I never need to see Free Jack. Oh, really? Until Chris okay. brought it to the show. I was actually kind of confused. I was like, why is he picking fucking Free Jack? This doesn't seem like a Chris pick. A sci-fi did, movie? It did not seem like one even to myself. And I like that. I don't want to always be like, just pick something that, oh, that would be a total Chris pick. I want to pick a little outside of yeah, you, you don't know, want, what you I You don't want Chris's do. fans saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is saying that? No, no I'm not saying anybody's saying that. I'm just <laughs> a crisp pick. Here we for, go. For my own, it's my and own then, choice. And then he picks Free Jack, and then when they hear this episode, they're gonna be like, "Holy shit! Crisp like, <laughs> Free Jack!" Fucking floored, man. Oh my god! Uh, you got to please all his fans. Want to throw a curveball at That's him? That's right. When mm-hmm. you've been doing, you got to change it up a little bit. Dude, when you've been doing sh- this for three years, you're you know, huge. you're huge. You're oh my huge. god! <laughs> That's what we're doing. I know. That's what they always tell me. <laughs> Who else hasn't seen this movie before? I haven't seen it before, but I've heard of it because um, Mick Jagger, and I always heard, <laughs> I always Mick heard Jagger. Mick Jagger's in a movie, and I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'll, I don't know if I'm gonna watch that, but. Mike, when did you see this in theaters? I've seen this film so many fucking times. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, I, the first time I remember seeing this, and I, it's like such a vague memory, but it's like me and my brother... Uh, that sounds it, about right. In a hotel room, like, and also it, sounds about right. And we were bored, and we were, we saw it on like whatever HBO or whatever they were playing at this hotel, and we watched Free Jack. We thought it was like the coolest fucking movie ever. <laughs> and then throughout our years, we always like anytime it's on, it's like, dude, Free Jack's on. Which is is a weird thing saying that now. So there's nostalgia. It's a very odd uh, going on here. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> short lived. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's a it's a weird thing to 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 hear like because I've always heard this movie panned. It's got a like not to say again not to to say that it means shit, but the Rotten Tomatoes giving it a fourteen percent. Like yeah. I've just never heard a positive thing about this. But movie. even Anthony Hopkins himself is like referred is to terrible. this film as terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a com- Computer, what's that? <laughs> yeah, he he was clearly on set for one day. It, it's so obvious in this yeah. film that this was the easiest paycheck Anthony Hopkins <laughs> ever got in oh, his yeah. life. Half of it was probably like, "Hey, can you film this like in your car and like, <laughs> yeah, put this camera here <laughs> and film it in your car, and then just come into we only need you on set for like one hour." And that was it. Yeah, one take it on. We'll pick on you all. up from the airport. We'll take yeah. you to the set. Then we'll take you wherever else you got to go. Yeah, it has a huge cast, man. Mick Jagger. Think about it. Mick Jagger. Rene Russo. Yeah. Rene Russo. Yep. Uh-huh. Emilio yep. Estevez and Anthony yep. Hopkins. That's an like, all-star cast right there. All-star cast. The man was in fucking forget, Mighty Ducks, for God's sake. Don't Grand Bush, guys. Grand Bush? Grand Bush. Boom. Grand Bush was the uh, was Rene Russo's like bodyguard. Oh, the dude with the samurai dies. sword? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's I was like, where the Grand Bush. I know at one point during that during that shootout, he just like he's running like a ninja. I'm like, where'd he get the sword? Yeah, I was like, where'd he get a fucking sword from? Because he's a martial artist. Oh. Cody, a well known martial uh, artist. He played Balrog 
in the Street Fighter movie. Oh, okay. oh he <laughs> did look familiar. Okay. All right. <laughs> With that being said, you know what? We should probably let people know what this movie's about by getting to Plots of Mike. Yep, take a swig. All right, there, Mike. guys. Free Jack time. You guys ready for Free Jack? You guys ready to get fucking Free Jack? This is another movie. This, free is a, this is another movie you've seen countless times. Let's see how you, bad you fucked this up. Okay. Well, it starts with this uh, guy's name's Alex. He's an IndyCar racer, right? Um, he's got a big race going on today. Um, he's joined by his girlfriend Julie, which I can't figure out if she's his like. Is she involved like as a promoter or something like that? I don't know. Did she's anyone get the impression? I think that she's it, involved in the way that she's just a really great supportive girlfriend. Yeah. She, 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 she didn't really get the cares. impression she was like a manager? No. 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 All right. The well, manager. No, you're, you're, think, you're thinking of like Days of Thunder or something. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, so she's talking about Julie's girlfriend and Brad, who is, who is actually his promoter, played by David Johansson of the New York Dolls. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's on this big race, and he's driving down the road, and then all of a sudden, there's a crash, and he flies into the air. Meanwhile, see, I'm out of time here, because it's a time in the movie. future, Mick Jagger, who plays Vicindic, and his like weird posse of, I guess, mercenaries, I guess, are watching the race on computer screens, and they're like fiddling around with some computers, and they're talking about, all right, you know, zero in on them, right? And right before... Emilio Estevez hits the bridge and do- blows up. They suck him into the future, and he and and all these people are then like chasing him all over the place, right? And he mm-hmm. finds out later on that he's he's a free jack, which I guess is future word for some guy that somebody purchased, mm-hmm. and they want to use your body to implant their brain into. Right. There's an old rich man who's dying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the first thing Emilio Estevez does. Obviously, he looks for the uh, people that he left in his past. That includes Brad and, of course, his girlfriend. And uh, he's pursued ever since, trying to figure out the mystery. Who the fuck purchased me? Why do they want me specifically? I was just like a so-so IndyCar driver. All while being hunted by Vicendic. Vicendic, right. He's the mercenary. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Vicendic Bounty hunter. Cool. Who's got a fucking army. Uh, like a whole fucking army. We'll get into it. I think we'll get into it when we... Yeah, talk about this. When we come actually right back. Yo! Is this your truck? Companies. Not anymore. All right, so let's fucking start this mammer jammer. We're back. No, let's just get into it. Uh, so fucking Free Jack, Chris's pick, hadn't seen it before, just blindly picks it. And what I do did. we get? This we is get, what we get. This is, this we got exactly what we asked journey, for. Man. Take Free Jack. I'm going to take you on a journey because this is insane to me, kind of how this was put together. Number one, we're going to get, you know, the hottest action star there is because it feels like. This feels like a, is that a Emilio. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a bad choice. <laughs> um, like, because it feels like this movie borrows from a lot of other movies. Like, I got a lot of other feels from this oh, movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. That yeah. all happened in like 1984 to 86. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, which is really weird. About like this Running movie. Man in this. So there's a little bit of Escape yeah. from New York in this shit. Yes. Oh, totally. With that taxi cab and shit. Yep. I got yeah. Yeah. Huge, I, that whole scene. I feel so like what it's just what popped around. Yeah, and what do all those movies have? Uh, Fuck good. Kurt Russell, yeah. Arnold Russell. Schwarzenegger, yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Like you know what I mean? Like these all have like you talking about Demolition Man? I get up, yeah, but Demolition Man was after this. That's yeah, true. Yeah. 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 
But I do get a little bit of that. I was waiting for fucking Dennis Leary to pop up any second out of a fucking <laughs> street hole. <laughs> Goddamn, Vizendek. <laughs> you know we're trying to free the people. I have no uh, food. Come on, Vizendek. <laughs> <laughs> we got people dying down there. <laughs> I was waiting for it to happen. It, But it just gave me all these weird feelings. And that's the thing is like, it's such weird miscasting, except for the only person who I feel like didn't give a shit in this movie, and that was Anthony Hopkins. Like, so you, those all have strong lead characters, and we get Emilio, and there's even a scene in the beginning of this movie that fucking just proves my point as we're watching. So we find out that he's a he's, he wakes up, but he's getting ready for the big race. He's a race car driver. I didn't think it was IndyCar, but it turns out it's IndyCar. And he's, the shot of him and uh, his girlfriend, Julie, walking down the fucking raceway talking to each other he's getting ready for this wa- this race and he's like fucking four inches shorter than her five <laughs> inches shorter than her yeah yeah and you see and you're like god damn Emilio's small yeah, i didn't realize how small he is and then the next scene it cuts and it's like over his shoulder and he's instantly taller than her yeah <laughs> you know i'm like oh fuck okay here we go <laughs> uh, and then the other thing too is like i'm supposed to believe the badass bounty hunter is fucking mick jagger I mean, I did you? Here's the thing: Did you see? Did, weren't you at least slightly curious how he was going to play the badass bounty hunter? I was. I yeah. was curious because it was Mick Jagger, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's the bad guy. <laughs> like, who's not really the bad I mean, guy? But that, he's I think the bad they're guy. trying to yeah, capture yeah. that that Bowie esque, you know, you get from Labyrinth, or he's the bad guy. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were hoping to capture he's, magic again. He's he's, mis- he's missing the bolts. Yeah, guess you what? gotta he, have the bolts. He didn't Kyle. have any. <laughs> He, they definitely tried to make him the Michael Ironside of <laughs> this yeah, movie. That's true. Um, but yeah, he doesn't have the acting prowess of yeah. uh, of, a, of a young Bowie. He, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I wouldn't say Mick Jagger is terrible. I just don't think he's no. He's not right. But like, he needs a small part. I, I, <laughs> I think I think he's he's pretty bad in this. I think that I didn't, uh, I didn't think he was terrible. I didn't think he was terrible either. I really watch, didn't. Okay, then then I, then I'll put it this way: if you watch the chase scene where he keeps popping up on the computer screen, oh, you mean the hilarious? Pretty, that part is pretty funny because <laughs> it was bad. I'm wondering if they if they recorded that similar to I imagine they recorded Anthony Hopkins was like in his living room somewhere <laughs> and not acting against anybody. <laughs> It's like just deliver this line. He just screaming it into like <laughs> a camera yeah. because it sounds like it's like a pickup. It, shot, it sounds yeah. like it doesn't fit with what's going on, right? Like Emilio's like, "You'll never catch me, Vicindic," and he's just like, "Ha ha, you're <laughs> on your way." Like it's so, it's like he's reading it off of a fucking cue card. Yeah, it's true. It is. Yeah, and, there's some cheesy shit like that yeah, in here. And of his course. lines in that in that scene were cheesy. Although that I will say, I I I liked. The last line he gives, where he's like, "How I'm doing, Vin? That's pretty good." But I thought this, that was like, I thought that was like, that was like a good line. This, mo- did, that this felt movie good. is literally one non-threatening dude being chased by another non-threatening dude. Yeah. <laughs> like that's this movie. It's just such weird casting. It's like you <laughs> yeah. think you at least pick like a fucking like I was waiting for Debo to show up or you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's not really Tiny Lester or someone like to be the bad. There's not even a henchman really like that. I don't think that was weird casting at all. I mean, I think Emilio Estevez has did a lot of like actiony type roles. If you look back through his, give me some stakeout. I mean, Maximum Overdrive was like like, that's a horror film. Kind of Young Guns. I mean, that's That's a yeah, that's a western. He can get away with it. He's on a horse. Yeah. No, I thought I thought yeah. I I mean, I don't think it's a I don't think it's completely horrible choice for Emilio. I mean, he it's not. 
Here's the thing. It's not that it's it's too small of an action film for someone like a Schwarzenegger or those big ones, right? It's not insane over the top shit. It's it's something Emilio can pull off. It's just weird to see. I think Emilio's actually good in the movie. It's just that the look is like ugh. I don't know. This film does have a six day vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, right? Here's the thing, too. Did what they? A, what a movie drop right there. Yeah, I mean, it's just true. Good job. It's basically the ending of Six Day. I'm yeah, pretty sure. It is. No, on. no one wanted to know this before we started the show because I was the first one to see it and I was shocked by it. Was the budget? I got to bring this up. So, did they spend thirty million dollars to make it look like 1982 instead of 1992? <laughs> if that did that, I then they did an incredibly I, good I job. I can't fucking figure it out, dude. Wow. Well, I mean, there's. I, mean, I can see the budget. I can see thirty million because there's a lot of yeah. car crashes. So much stunt work. There is yeah. a lot. Of, there is a lot. No, there is a lot of car crashes. But a lot dude, of shooting. A lot of guns. Dude, like how fucking date this movie did not look like to me. Like we just. What you year gotta, was it? Again? You got to realize we just 92. watched ninety two. We had just mm. watched. Fucking uh, Rocketeer last week, which was ninety one. Yeah, and look at the different like. I mean, again, granted, Batman again, eighty nine, and that that movie was forty million. This one was thirty million. Well, right. that's where that ten million dollars goes, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> goes to polish. Yeah, <laughs> I know it is. It is really inflated, and I'm assuming it's just a lot of the cast and the explosions and stunts and. I stuff. think it, like, you know what I honestly think it was for the time. If you think about it, nineteen ninety two. A lot of that shit at the end was fucking green screen. I think I think it was I think the bulk of that budget is 1992 special effects. Yeah. And it's funny cuz I didn't <laughs> I didn't know that it was 1992 and when I was watching the movie I made a joke just to myself. I just thought, you know what's worse than 90s uh, computer generated graphics? Late 80s computer generated graphics. And go figure, this was actually 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it looked worse than Rocketeer and like other shit that we've seen that has yeah. like computer generated graphics. How did you laugh at your own joke? I, I did. <laughs> I chuckle in. <laughs> it's just, the casting is very weird to me. Except for Anthony Hopkins, who I thought like. Okay, if you're gonna get somebody, to Anthony play Hopkins a, is a great casting if choice. If you're gonna get somebody to play a villain, that's a good choice. Ooh, you know who? Now, I will say though, who outshined Anthony Hopkins is the guy with the lazy eye. I thought he was a solid fucking like. I thought we established Debo was not in this. Yeah, film. are you talking about McCand? They all have McCandles. 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 That's what's his name? No, that's uh, Anthony Hopkins. We're thinking of Mich- Machete. No, I know who you're talking about Michellet. Machete. Michellet. No. Michelle. Jonathan Banks is the yeah, actor. Jonathan Banks. He's from Breaking Bad. Yeah, he's yes. Mike in Breaking yes, Bad. He's right. Yeah. yeah, he fantastic villain. I like him as a villain. Yeah. He he does play. Yeah. I feel like he's played he a plays villain both a lot of sides kind of sneakily, and he does it really well. And I thought he was a, that's a killer choice. Can I tell you the whole time I was waiting for this? I was waiting for fucking Rene Rousseau to fucking turn. You thought she was going to turn too? I thought she was going to be in on it the whole time, and that was going to be the fucking big twist. See, Instead, they went with a weak fucking twist with, of, I'm pretending. <laughs> and I was, I was I'm really a ghost in the computer. With as many twists as there were in this movie, like it just kept twisting. <laughs> I feel like. But it, like, I, I, was telling, I was telling Cody. How many twists were there? There's yeah, a lot. Like Chris, was, Chris was on a fucking turn roller coaster. And I don't, four and I don't, or five, at least. He could not get off. I don't blame Kyle for asking that question because every twist in this is so obvious. <laughs> like it's like, well, I wonder who's going to betray. Yeah, you know, oh Alex, oh of course it's going to be his promoter. He was a sleazy son of a bitch before. Yeah, like you just I like, saw that coming. The, you, the moment he looked know, him up, I'm like, this guy's going to fuck him. No, Anthony Hopkins is the main villain. You just oh, know yeah. it. 
Like that's not a twist at the I end. I knew that off the, the bat. whole time. You're just sitting there waiting. Like when is Anthony Hopkins? The, the one I didn't catch for five seconds. I di- I didn't think that because I legitimately thought that he was only in this movie in two scenes on video, and that was like he still they, was. They, yeah, but I'm saying like <laughs> I didn't think he'd come back at the end. Yeah, because I thought that he was just going to be. We got Anthony Hopkins, so put his name on the poster. Well, we got him for two scenes, and oh, he's on in, in a car or on a video. I mean, that's what I expect from Michael McDowell, but not not uh, <laughs> not Anthony Hopkins. I think they were really trying to play up Mick Jagger more than anything else. I agree with that. Movie. But like, I didn't. I the turn I didn't see the the twist I didn't see was actually the fucking. The dude who's just like uh, Jonathan Banks again. I didn't see him being like, yeah, no, I was gonna let him fucking die and just take over the. Com-. I for some reason didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that one coming either. I thought yeah. that was a good. I thought that was a good. I, thought, well, I will I, say it's that. probably because it's uh, one of the more well acted scenes in the movie too. Yeah, I thought he did it a great feels job. Natural with that. feels yeah. really good. I think he did a really good job mm-hmm. with that. You know, because there's some there's like I said, just Mick Jagger. It's just hard for me to take Mick Jagger as a villain. I think that's the setup the whole time too. It's yeah, like how can Mick Jagger? Thing, I don't have I don't have like I don't have a preconceived vision in my head of like what Mick Jagger is. He's a, like the Dale Gribble on, of bounty hunters. Hold though. On. Like if you put if you put Mick Jagger in a film, you're not making him like the romantic lead. <laughs> okay, well, you know how weird would that fucking be? Yeah, I think it was like probably he probably I, wanted to play it. a villain. I feel like he's the type yeah. of person who probably would want to yeah, play a villain. Yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know how he's going to approach that. Because oh, all I know is he uh, from his music. I don't know him as an actor. Right, so but what I'm uh, what so I, how am I going to know was, that he's going to come at come at it and be like ridiculous, over the top, and shitty? Because he's so. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, is like in, his demeanor doesn't give off like a very. He's so he's like like Bowie. Like he's very um, eccentric and and it's just not like leading man. Like I'm going to run away. He can't be the hero. Well, I never thought that. Oh, okay. I never said that. He's too, yeah, he's I said too I just quirky, had no idea. So. I knew that he was going to be the bad guy. You can just tell from the fucking poster art. But I didn't know. I didn't have go into a Cody saying, like, why would you ever pick Mick Jagger to be the villain? Like, I'm like, I don't know. Why wouldn't I pick him? I haven't seen him yet. Oh, I've seen him now. Free Jack. I'll never do that again. Well, like, I mean, let's put it in. Hold like, on. There are auditions, though. Those things do exist. They could have just told, like, Man, Jagger's not good. This is. I also yeah. don't completely dislike his character in this movie and like what ends up happening. I want to tell you like, something. This is how it's not believable, Chris. Okay, here we go. Okay, is if you take that character in the same position, a bounty hunter, right, and you put him in a different movie, would he win? Now, if we put if we take Mick Jagger and we put him in Suburban Commando and he's the bounty hunter chasing Hulk Hogan. Are you going to believe that Mick Jagger is going to take down Hulk Hogan? I'm not going to believe that no. because you can't put. You no. you can't put a, a a skinny scrawny McJagger against a Hulk Hogan because audiences will army. never buy it. But you can put him against a four a foot army. You put him you against, put against a four, against four foot, foot tall no, Estevez. <laughs> dude. He's got a fighting chance, I think. But you know, Cody, when I first saw David Bowie, I didn't think he was the type of person that would steal an infant child. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He did it. He did it. He, he did, did it exceptionally. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Exceptionally, right. <laughs> flawlessly, dude. Some would say flawlessly. I don't know. I don't <laughs> some, know. some would say. Do you think that was like M- Mick Jagger's thing? Like, fuck, Bowie's got a movie. Like, maybe I should. Yeah, I yes, really think yes, that's exactly yes. what fucking happened. Yes, I think that happened I think for like a lot a, of there, rock there's stars. There's a feud. There's a feud. Like Bowie, what? Fucking fleas in eight movies already. Dude, what the Bowie fuck? Was, no, <laughs> Bowie was doing movies hey. way before this. Is '92, guys. Well, Remember yeah, that. I know that. <laughs> Have you and, heard about? And, well, well, think about the Rolling Stones in the in the '90s. They were doing shit. I mean, not as much. Not as much. 
It's like the, the 80s was huge for them and late uh-huh. 70s was huge. And they kind but of got a little slower. Early 90s. It's slower. grunge, bro. It's grunge, bro. It said like they were coming off the Steel Wheels tour, which was apparently huge. I don't know. Like, well, I mean, I'm sure. Songs came off that album. None that you know. No, I don't. I didn't, steel get, I didn't go that you deep. Know. How many it. steel wheels are you gonna rate yeah, this episode? Steel wheels songs, <laughs> hey, name off all steel, the steel wheels. Steel wheels hey, records. Yeah, steel, name off the songs on the steel wheels record. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Well, and he did this. Probably did this movie to help promote. Was the song in the movie? Was there a, a Mick? That's the other thing I wondered too. I was like listening throughout the whole movie. I was like, there's not a Mick Jagger song in the, in here. There's not like I don't hear a Rolling Stone songs here. That's yeah. kind of weird, right? To get because usually if you get the star of a movie like to be also a big recording artist they at least have like will smith had like songs getting, in almost every movie he did jiggy with it, <laughs> it. men in black i got an idea i'm gonna call it men oh, in yeah, black wild, wild west <laughs> i'm gonna do a rap song yeah. called men in black you know what i mean years later it was stolen bowie, bowie was singing all throughout that whole movie yeah it was you know so i mean you, like you i was waiting for at least to hear like a rolling stone song or something like that mixed and emotions you don't. Mixed Emotions was the single. That took you an hour to look up. Yeah, yeah it, you got there, there though. There was yeah. there was there was not a lot of good barely, information. Yeah, but barely any information on that huge album, Chris. But no, seriously, I was waiting. I was waiting for a Rolling Stones song or something. Never came. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I I was shocked that there wasn't one in it as well. Like this this is the kind of movie for their kind of music, right? Yeah. Let me ask you guys too. Um, the weird thing is, is as I was watching this film, and they even go to a club called Revolution. <laughs> and this movie aesthetically looks like Revolution X Aerosmith's video game. It does. This whole film <laughs> really? looks like Revolution X. It does. It yeah. does, dude. It looks just like it. I'm like, wow. holy fuck, they it's just not, stole it. It's not even a good game. What if that was the biggest stones like fuck you to like to, oh Aerosmith thinks they're getting big, huh? Well, oh, guess got, what? We're gonna steal they, your video they game. They have a futuristic oh. game as well. We've got a futuristic movie. Mind games. <laughs> what are video games? Those are not gonna work. You know what does? Cinema. <laughs> Film games. <laughs> it does. It looks just like that. Fu- it, does. it does. I wish and, I knew that great, game. It's great that you brought that up because I. That's the first time anybody's mentioned Revolution X to me in a conversation in probably fifteen to twenty years. Well, I still. I feel like I. I feel like if I walk by a Walmart that has an arcade, there's still a couple of those around. A Walmart that has an arcade. This fucking game is in there. I'm like, oh, they still have Revolution. <laughs> I'm like, really? It's not even that good of a game. And there's not even, I don't even remember being that many Aerosmith songs in what that fucking, fucking game. What fucking Walmarts have you been going to? You gotta to? go to like old Walmarts in the Midwest, bro. Yeah. <laughs> before that, the one, you gotta go to them before they get converted to a super Walmart. Yeah. And they still smell. <laughs> they still <laughs> smell. They still got that Walmart stank on it before they put the new floor <laughs> so, down. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> fucking old carpet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Old you carpet's know. been shit on too many of, times. A lot of fucking shoe carpet. A lot of barefoots. A lot of barefoots. If you find a Revolution X in an old Midwestern uh, Walmart, you can make a wish on it. If you, if, if you, <laughs> and, and if then you a free take copy a picture, of pops out. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there finds one, take a picture, tag CFIR, hashtag CFIR. If you, yeah, Revolution X arcade. We want to see one in the wild. If you guys don't want to play the video game and you want to see the movie, it's called Free Jack. It's Mick Jagger playing Steven Tyler. <laughs> Good God. I do, no, no. I, I want to get on to what I actually did, like, was blown away by in this movie, and it's two things, okay? And it's a plot? No. It's a car, it's a car chase. 
And it's another car chase. <laughs> Dude, I don't get like car chases around point Motors- in this movie. Motorcycle yeah. car chase, bad fucking ass. And then it was topped by the fucking wine truck. The wine truck chase, chase was so good. Sick. Yeah. It's that so chase good. Is fucking sick, man. Except when it when he goes under the, no. the truck and it cuts the top off. I loved it's it. Just such like, a, such an you didn't like that. The, I loved it. I just thought it was funny because like everything on the truck truck looks so pristine. Like they just like you know, <laughs> hey, we just we just made this uh, version without the top on it. It's all <laughs> nice looking. And true, shit. it's breakaway and for that reason. Free, free Jack fashion. It's totally eighties. In 1992. Yeah. It's for that fucking move. Look, you don't talk about a critical mistake that McJagger made. You don't put a race car driver in a wine truck. That's number one. Yeah. I think that's number one. Guys, can I ask a question about that? Number whole two, race? you don't dive out I'm of sorry. a uh, a bridge, uh, 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 out of a truck into a bridge. He probably died. That was oh, that, that, dude, that was like the George Washington. Yeah, he jumped, yeah, he fucking jumped off. He would have yeah. died. Yeah. I have a question about that scene, though. Like, yeah. So why, why am I under the assumption that Mick Jagger has the ability to control the electronics that were going on inside of the wine truck because there's like this yeah, laptop yeah, and yeah. it's opening up and down. Yes. Here's the thing: what? old wine truck. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at it, it's like a it's like a it's like a 1984 Bronco <laughs> that they that they converted to a wine truck. To a wine truck, so it doesn't have computers in it except for that laptop that has a fucking spring-loaded door, I thought, which is badass. Yeah, is I like thought the reason was I thought that because he's a bounty hunter, he has all this like technology at his hands. I think what Mike is saying is like if he can fucking hack into the computer, why can't he shut down the car? Well, you just proved that point because it's an '89 Bronco. That's why I went into defense. <laughs> it's not computer must control. Be the case. I yeah. went into defense mode because that's a badass car chase. I, very, very I don't want to be ruined. I understood that there was a guy that was on the computer with glasses because you know he's that's a computer thing. And <laughs> he's doing all the computer stuff. Like, did was he in a race with them, driving him, and he, and, and he calls up his boy and is just like, hack into the computer in the in the wine truck. I, I just like, think, I, 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 think I think I Scarface, just... Scarface glasses just did it automatically, right? Scarface pirate glasses? Is that who you're talking about? Pirate glasses? Yeah, you pirate glasses. One, yeah. one patch. Scarface you one is... pirate glass. Spar- yeah. Here's what, the other thing, too, is that I think is really cool about the future in 2009 uh, is yeah. that... <laughs> <laughs> So great. Everyone's fucking ra- riding around in sand rails that are like red that are getting flipped and blown up everywhere. That's what they look like to me. I'm like, they what are those? Yeah, like, like dune buggies. Yeah, and shit. I was like, what the fuck are they got? Dune buggies in here and with tanks. like shells yeah. on them. Yeah, the dune only two cars that you can buy. The only company that stayed in business was Hummer in 2009, <laughs> and that's the only car. Well, there they was like make. some old school cars too. I know like a couple like 1930s style cars, but then there was like. There was like, was like the future the end, cars. There was like a future car haul, hauling chicken coops. Yeah, yeah th- those <laughs> things are weird looking. What were those? They're like tubey. Like, I didn't like them. I did not like the way they looked. Tell me if this isn't a, a thing that you would notice in modern day films. Is that now when they do like in the near future, mm-hmm. like it's like 300 years. Yeah. Like they learn from the mistakes of being like in 20 years it's going to go to shit and then yeah. nothing happened. Yeah, that's so true. They're like, now future movies are kind of like, or movies that are happening yeah. now are just like, all right, if we present the future, we got to make it like 300 years. Yeah, that Give way, us some time to be right. That way, yeah. if there's still like, you know, visual media, then, yeah. you know, it, they will look like we were, were shooting high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Instead of exactly. 1982, and it's like, in 87. <laughs> it's like Shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> like... <laughs> In the future. No, it's true. Next year. Yeah, next year the world goes to shit. Atomic warfare. (laughs) There are mutants (laughs) and robots have taken over. They've already already colonized and created societies in in less than a year. They did it in a month. 
<laughs> They've already figured out agriculture. I mean, it is like the biggest no-no is to put dates on anything. But yeah, 2012 seriously. did it, and that was a great movie. The smart movies were the ones that did that. that, that <laughs> I thought you were serious X. for a second. I had to think about that. I was like, was he serious about 2012 with John Cusack? <laughs> yeah. He said that was a great movie. Well, like, you know, John Cusack. Jake Gyllenhaal, could it not isn't be? he in that too? What's no, the John director's Cusack. name? Em- Emmerich? Emmerich? Uh, yeah. Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Yeah. You know. The apocalypse director. Isn't that sad that people know his fuck? Because that one, what he did, one good fucking movie. No, he did a bunch of them. He did. A, he, he did, uh, if he did there was Independence a, Day, that's the big one. Right, but if there was ever. He did like A-Legged Freaks too, didn't he? No. I don't know. If there is a movie about destroying the world, like he's done it. Like he did, I think he yeah. did Deep Impact. No, he did Deep it. Impact. He also did um, uh, The Day After Tomorrow. Tomorrow right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 2012. Any anytime where it was like, there's a cataclysm. Oh, there's a perfect storm on its way. And there's a scientist, and he's always wrong. Except he didn't. But he's perfect. Story finds out to be right at the end. Because the perfect storm was a good movie. There's yeah, a. Here's true. the thing. Here's the, here's the thing too about. Let's go back to Redrack real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, talked enough about uh, Roland Emmerich films. I not think. involved <laughs> in this movie at all. Yeah. I have never seen that way to die in a race before. I was like, that's real inconvenient. Yeah, that doesn't work. You put that bridge right dude. there. Yeah. Can that happen just by clipping somebody's tire, get no. launched yeah, up no. into the sky? That? Dude, no. you know I have seen it. It's bullshit. Iron Man you Two. You can't really. Oh, Iron, Iron Man, Man Two. Two. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Fucking what was it? Whirlwind? Is that who? Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. That's yeah. who he's supposed to be. Whiplash. Fucking is in it, and he fucking tears up some Indy cars, and they go flipping. I guess Whoa. that is true. Yeah. So he to flies. think that Free Jack was such an influence on movies of the future. <laughs> a lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people didn't know that. That's a legacy of Free Jack. Here's what I want, guys. I want a scene, and I want Tony to fly in a car. You know, like just like that scene in Free Jack. In Free Jack? You mean Free Jack? I was going to say Free Jack oh, when you said that. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, my God. Hire this man. <laughs> Do you guys think that the director of uh, Free Jack would just come down for a little bit? Maybe no, come just down have the him set? Like, <laughs> maybe have him like so shoot a scene. I don't know. Maybe just have a kid a couple pictures of him posing by the camera. <laughs> Jeffrey. Well, the thing is, I, as I don't, he actually forty percent of the movie uh, was reshot of this movie. Yes. No. Wow. Yes. It was because probably the origi- more boring the ori- before the original. No, uh, apparently the original. Uh, the original did not test well. And I guess there was the uh, me- also to death <laughs> yeah. well. They said fuck it. I think they, they said there was like, too much the there budget. was too much accent action in it, not enough comedy and character development, so they uh, added more of that. Which oh, really? Yeah. Too much action. Too much action and action. What the they fuck took action like out before? of this movie. Because I feel like there was not enough action in this film. There's like what if there was like some kick ass like fucking Mick Jagger martial arts scenes that were missing. Yeah. I wonder. Where he also had a katana. We, we explained. Like the yeah. one guy that had a katana. <laughs> It turns into like, like Highlander. Hey, where did you get a katana? <laughs> it's an antique. Come on, Cody. Hey, it's 2009. Everybody has one of these. If, yeah. you're, if you're not rich and you don't protect yourself with a katana, what are you doing? <laughs> you still using guns? Are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> this is 2009. <laughs> I, all I can think is, great, now they got the sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, now everyone has a sword. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Now they have the sword. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, don't bring that back. Old oh, jokes. That's, oh, good. that's a good one, though. From two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Google Not it. old enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is weird. It does build a weird, an- at least it did for me, a weird anticipation. Oh, my gosh. You're not anticipation. Thank you. Throughout the whole time, because I, I was like, I was like, these these are too obvious as far as the plot goes, as far as the turns. I'm like, these are too obvious. 
something shocking is going to happen. <laughs> and I kept waiting for for uh, Julie's to be like, yes, Anthony Hopkins, I can't wait for you to get in his body and this to be bang town with you because I fell in love with you after he died and I thought he was dead. Uh, I thought that was going to go that route because the whole time I was like, her reactions aren't normal. She's been a bitch this whole movie. Like, is it really you? I got this necklace and I know all these secrets. Yeah, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> Intruder. Intruder. And she's just like, she's like mysterious the whole time. Like, where'd you get this this RV or this fucking tank? I stole it. Yeah, like, see, I didn't buy that she either. Lies, like, th- I feel like she's lying throughout the whole movie. I'm like, yeah. this bitch is lying. I did not buy that she just found that like, tank. And at the end it's of the movie, too convenient. at the end of the movie, you find out she's not lying. She's just... She's true. She's just true. And it's not played that way, I feel like. And then it's like, and then that makes Anthony Hopkins' like motivation even weirder. Yeah. 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 It's like a one-sided like because obsession. Because the whole time you're thinking like, okay, if Anthony Hopkins is the villain, which we know he is because it's Anthony Hopkins, like... Is he just doing this because he wants to fuck his assistant? Yes. Turns out that's the whole right. Yeah. That's his whole mission. She I mean, wanted his body so he could she could smart, love him. Smart, rich, dying doesn't have enough time to, to fucking get laid, so I mean, needs like, her ex boyfriend. Can, can we take smart out of that? Because I mean, what world is she going to be like? Oh, you stole my boyfriend's body. Like, yeah, I'll fuck you. This dude tries to make <laughs> the ultimate friend zone move I've ever seen a motherfucker make. You know, it's like, oh man, I'm just gonna take her boyfriend's body. Uh, <laughs> wow. I heard you talk about him once, so I stole 40 his body. Years of being cock blocked. It's like the most <laughs> passive cheating, like it's one I, of those super villains. Dude, it, it is. It, oh my god. It's what happens when when someone gets like a male gets friend zoned. He's like, okay, this is what I gotta do. I gotta invent time travel <laughs> so that I can be zap, her boyfriend. So I can zap her body's boyfriend right before he dies. <laughs> I have to make sure that he dies in the past, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I think I have a chance. And then I'll put I'll put it's my a long mind. shot, but it just might yeah. work. It's me. <laughs> I'll put my mind in oh, his we body. Oh, we be friends. Aww. Pretend to be him for a little bit just to get, like, get the bang on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then I'll say, guess what? Boom, it's me, and I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> so guess what? We're together. Things are working out. This is worth $17 billion. <laughs> okay. So what $17 I gotta do, billion dollars gets some poos. So what I got to do is get, <laughs> I got to get really rich. But, you know, I got to get really rich. <laughs> like, just, step one, crazy. get rich. I know. <laughs> it's such a weird. His fucking post-it note on his yeah. mirror. Step one, get rich. Step two. <laughs> Today's the day. Steal her boyfriend's body. Today I become the best me there is. <laughs> it's such a part. weird. Co- it is such a weird, like, villainous, like, drive for him to be like, you know what? I just really want to. It really uh, just kind of comes out of fucking nowhere, honestly. It's it like, does. there's no reason for oh, anybody to think Are that would be Are you kidding me? Yeah. I knew it from the get-go. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what's so weird about it is because it's like, if, you, if you're if you watching the film and you're like, okay, why is Anthony Hawk? You know he's going to be the villain, right? Yeah. Halfway through the film, you're like, but that means the only other reason he's doing this is to fuck his no, assistant. No, I didn't and then it think... becomes like, oh fuck, this movie's not gonna get it. I never, better, I, never <laughs> I, I never thought that was that. Like, Are you kidding? I, I, ne- I, ne- I never thought that the reason was he wanted to. Well, I like, never he wanted really to fuck did the assistant. That was I the only it. reason. I thought maybe because it was like a younger body, and yeah, she yeah. knew him and recognized him or whatever. But then it was like at the end when he's just like, I've fallen madly in love with you. I'm like. 
Are you fucking serious? No, but he How says. How did you not see that coming? In the he says that at the beginning of the film, he's like, I need that body. He's like, you only have 48 hours. He's like, but I need that body. Yeah. Like, you know, for a minute, yes. you're like, okay, this is not just, I want to I want to be young again. <laughs> not is- only that, he gives her, I'm going to bang you eyes over the fucking telephone. Uh, this is just Anthony, Anthony Hopkins' tired yeah, no, eyes. No, yeah, he has, I, no, no. I'm going to take that as banging eyes. I knew right from the get g- day eyes. one, I was like, oh, he wants to, that's why he's trying to steal that body. That's why Emilio's so important. There's no other reason. Then, if his girlfriend's still alive and she works for a rich, powerful company, which is kind of like fucking working for the fucking corporation in RoboCop a little bit, <laughs> like that's what I took it as. It's like, oh, they're like, what's Anthony the Hopkins? Oh, this just... movie is like RoboCop as well, <laughs> dude. It takes little bits and pieces. I feel like it feels like everything. I agree with you, Cody. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. Anthony Hopkins is so good that he can film a scene from like a handy cam in Birmingham <laughs> and convey I want to fuck you eyes. Yes. To Rene Russo. To Rene Russo. And you know from the get-go, I was like, oh, dude, all the only reason he wants Emilio's body is because he thinks that this chick is going to somehow be like, oh, shit, you did this for me? <laughs> like, that's the reaction he yeah. wanted was, oh, my God, you stole my ex-boyfriend's Classic body when I was in love with him it's and brought it back? That makes sense. It's the, cl- it's the classic friend-zoned, uh, you know, expectation you think, right yeah, there. Versus, versus reality. Yeah. Do you and think he's like, he if I do something nice, her? she'll know. I want to yeah. fuck her. <laughs> She's going to know? What do you mean? Is he going to tell her? She's going to know? No, when he could have played it off. When like Emilio was... shows back How? up. She saw her. She saw Emilio explode. He exploded in a million pieces. The only pieces. way that... He, he can't there's, even play it off. He's like, there's fucking videotape Emilio of her crying. Wasn't even supposed to get loose. He wasn't even supposed to get loose. He was. It wasn't even supposed to be but known. But he's still going to show up, up as him. Yeah, he's going to show up to work. Explanation. Hey, um, I created the time machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is he so when say? he yeah, when he shows up to work the fucking next day in Emilio's body <laughs> and to run the corporation, surprise, and she gives him a call or steps into his office to he's have a make, chat with him. He's going to make some shit up, just like he showed up this time. And How do you make? <laughs> Up. Hey, <laughs> how do you make up? I'm in your ex boyfriend's body who died. Honey, no, you don't say it. You don't. You don't tell. It's me, Alex. Here's the plan. So in 1992, before I got in the car, I figured out how to make a time machine. You just say I built I, it that you night. You say I came I, back. Who are you? Who freejacked your mind? Yeah, you say I, that's I, what I want to know <laughs> right now, Chris. How are you even trying to put together something else? How is it even possible? How would he have traveled in the forward in time? How, yeah, exactly. What do you mean? How would he have tried? How did he survive? How did he survive? He lives in 1992, not 2009, when time travel exists. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying when he when he came out, uh, when he got free jacked or whatever, or when he got when he got bone jacked, like he wasn't supposed to get loose. He was supposed to be converted, yes, into. Um, McCandless, right. like yes, like without right. anybody knowing, but and he was gonna come back, and he was gonna come back, and and I thought trick Rene Russo's character into thinking that he came back from how, the past, and like they were gonna the be past? together. The only way that the only person that has a time machine is in the 2009 era, not the 1992. Yes. So who's making the decision to bring? Alex back. McCandless. She's going, she's going to know. That, no. That's what, like, here's Danny, the thing, Chris. Given what, away. What, they're say, what they're saying is, like, she's going to instantly know, like everybody else in that in that universe knows, the only way somebody from the past shows up is by freejacking. So okay. she's going to know that he's a freejack. Okay. So I think the question that they're confused about is, how exactly is Anthony Hopkins, what's <laughs> his plan to explain away 
<laughs> Showing why, up in Emilio's body at work the next Emilio day. Emilio is running the company, <laughs> and Anthony Hopkins is nowhere to be seen. Oh no! I thought it was going to be like maybe like a like an like like he was going to trick them into thinking or how the f- again like where, like what trick? he went like like you thought he was going to be like oh. I I noticed you missed your boyfriend, so I pulled him from the past yeah, for you. Something kind of like that. But then, yeah. but then he's gonna be like, after after Bone Town session number one, he's gonna be like, ha, "It's just me, Anthony Hopkins," <laughs> or, or never say anything. Plus, you know, but why mind, would he be in charge of the company then? <laughs> we already see how she reacts when she actually sees Alex for the first time. Yeah, she doesn't goes, believe it. Doesn't believe it at all. Yeah. So you're right. He'd have to explain. He'd have to like have like a screen where Anthony Hopkins shows up, which actually you is an outlandish. Since that's the whole yeah, fucking movie, but maybe, maybe we, here's the thing we didn't see. Maybe Anthony Hopkins <laughs> fan theory. Maybe Anthony Hopkins was preparing for this moment, so he just recorded a lot of B-roll of him making demands and asking right. her to do it's things. A real video and drum can just situation. Play this over and over when <laughs> he needs guy to... is like on a, like a weird like button machine where she like says something. That's like, so... I have this. It's a a a quarter seven. I think. No, yeah, that, that guy. Is, that guy's, that's that sound that guy's not gonna. That guy's not gonna stutter in that moment because he's been training for <laughs> yeah, months. Right. He he's got those motherfucker like a memorized. grand piano. Yeah, he's like pop pop I am him. Mike just proved. Mike just proved that the movie debunks its own goddamn plot. In the movie, because she, yeah, her reaction to seeing him is, is like, "Get the fuck out of here! You're not him; you're somebody else." But so his his whole plan, Anthony Hopkins' whole plan, if it would have went to plan and he did not escape, would have been showing up just like fucking Emilio. Is what, no. Emilio is like Chris is saying, it her going like, "It would have been you're different. A rich guy. It would have been. Have, it would have been. Have it would have been different. It would have been different because I think part of the problem was." He showed up in her apartment, which there's no way that he could have actually gotten in because of the security system. And so she instantly thought he was an intruder. But Anthony Hopkins would have had that if, fucking code, too. If if she showed up to work and Anthony Hopkins is like, come up to the office. I got to talk to you about something. And she gets up there and it's just a video screen. And Anthony Hopkins talking like, I thought I would do this for you. And then Anthony Hopkins in Estevez's body walks in and is like. And he's like, I brought back your boyfriend for you. But she's not. Yeah. Here's the thing that's And then he and plays then, it off and like then he's they the bone, And then he's like, it's, it's me, actually. Here's the reason. It's, re- your, fr- <laughs> it's, your, it's your friend it's Anthony. It's a shallow reason. <laughs> You're nothing like Alex. It's like it doesn't make it. It actually makes it worse. Because he's like, I, it's not even because I love you. I just needed to get some yeah. pussy. <laughs> it's, still, oh, it's, like, it's still just, I feel like it still doesn't work. I feel like she'd be because more, she'd be more receptive thing. to it if oh, her nope. boss here's was why the one doing work. it versus him just randomly showing up in her bathroom. I mean, again, this yeah. is how terrible this plot is because this is again how it doesn't work. Because you know, in this society, because the society is so scared of it, and it's shown throughout this movie that free jacks happen before. So if he just if it's not gonna be like I brought your dead boyfriend back, it's gonna, she's gonna know like oh yeah you brought it back for someone to fucking go into because that's the social norm. That's well, how it goes. the social norm yeah, is how it goes. The bro. guy who owns people the time just machine bringing pap- could people decide back. to do hit, de- look. Friend zone time machine owner can decide I'm gonna do something nice and she might buy it. That's why I always thought there would be some oh, kind man, of that is such a long. It's such. It's a, a long it's shot. A long shot. That's why it's the weirdest plot, man. I, I, I like it would have been so much easier to just be like, do you want to fuck me? <laughs> I have a. Yeah, I'll I, pay you a billion dollars yeah. to fuck me. Yeah, I have three <laughs> days like, no, before I. I, I would have been like, I mean, no, a I said no when you offered two billion. Why are you going down? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> just doesn't make any goddamn sense it, to me. It doesn't. It's not. It's not a. I don't think I don't, it's a good plot. To, it's, not a it's, make, not, it's not a reason to bring someone back. It's like not, it's not a making I, sense kind of movie. I, this, <laughs> this, is, this is like when, when I when I first started watching the movie. I think what I my theory of the plot was a lot better than what actually happened because my theory was. The guy that was dead was like maybe he was like a former fucking race car driver and he knew about this guy and he's like that guy was like really fucking good and I'm dead maybe I can get his body and get some of his skills. That almost makes sense because there is a moment at the very beginning of the film where Mick Jagger's watching the race and yes, Mick Jagger he goes, goes he goes he's good he's good and then I'm thinking about it I'm just like this is the future right like they still have IndyCar races. <laughs> Like, as, I, as they're at a burned-out IndyCar track. I, watch, I've, I live in a time of IndyCars, and if I were watching a race, I would have absolutely no idea who is good. That's right. how well right. I know the It just looks like changing IndyCar. lanes. Like, well, yeah. they could keep up with each other during the, the, you know, the, the car crashes Mick, and races Mick Jagger and wasn't driving. I guess that's true. No, he was commanding it's though. Kinda, yeah, he was like. He was definitely like, commanding. He was yeah, definitely he, was, commanding. He, he was like. That's not even he was true. Like, he was like left, right. No, nope. yeah, he was that's leading not, the charge. That's jump not even the true. jump the dumpster, guys. That's not even true because pirate jump the dumpster. Pi- pirate one eye future man was actually the one who was directing all of it because he was oh, watching yeah. it over the computer. Yeah, yeah. you know what? So that's you know, not even. You know true. what? The Mick, the ja- only Mick thing- Jagger's character. He don't. He's just really good with. A, he's really good at surrounding himself with talent. All right, Cody. Just harassing. He's yeah, good at intimidating. His his he's as what makes him an exceptional bounty hunter is that he is very good at harassing people through laptops as we found out he has a loudspeaker i'm 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 fearful now that my laptop will just start talking to me and it's gonna be mcjagger he's got a helmet with a microphone on it he does yeah he's got a sick fucking that how about that helmet no, they just found sick. they found it's every opportunity sick. for him to hold that. No, didn't it's they? like they, it's huge. It's like they went to the <laughs> it's like they went to the set of Airwolf. It's a huge helmet. <laughs> it was like, no, it's like they went to the set of Airwolf and got a fucking helicopter helmet from there and was like, here, put this on, Mick Jagger. Here I do. Go. I will say there was there was one scene that I thought was semi it was a little tense with Mick Jagger, and that's when he was like interrogating his 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 guy like i thought like i thought like oh maybe he'll shoot this guy right i now. had no idea what the fuck they were doing i was like what's he putting his hand on i thought it was a lie detector <laughs> i don't know. i was correct well let's let's talk about another end game too is jonathan banks the guy who plays like this the, the like the second in command i don't know also the also the second villain yeah so yeah. he turns Slash out hero no it turns a, out that he has a plan that he is going to kill Emilio Estevez before the old man, Anthony Hopkins, yes. gets the body. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just automatically take over the company. Right, it's a good plan, solid plan. I mean, it seems like a solid plan. He's but, VP. Like, I don't understand, like, why... Do you think he was going to let him go the whole time, or is he just so sick that he's like, I'm going to make them think they're going down the Like... Oh, he was just going to make them think they're going down the elevator. Yeah, yeah. That was the plan the whole time. He was time. never going to let him go. He was yeah, going to always kill him because that's the only Dude, he can guarantee well, Anthony they, Hopkins Why don't they just shoot him... Why didn't you shoot him the right there? The first time they showed up. Like, why did they have yeah. to go all the way up the elevator? Because he wanted trick to trick him into some weird fucking thing and that's then be like, true. and now you can go back to the elevator. Mean, no, that, that, that's, like, that's, that's Bond villain 101 right there. The villain always said, I have to tell somebody this plan because it's a good plan. He's 100% I put a lot of work correct. in this plan. I'm going to tell someone the plan, but I'm going to let him I'm tell my kill enemy him. the plan. But you know what? 40 of that, them. Plan, the plan is fucking terrible because guess what? <laughs> guess what? You. you 
you can't you, you don't have to have a free jack to put your mind in. They could get some fucking Joe Schmo off the stream, like but hold he, your hands here. They didn't he want had, to, but though, that's the thing. He, they were all yeah, like, but if Anthony Hopkins was facing death, no, certain not, death, he'd be like, Well, fuck it. I'm gonna get into another body so I can keep no, going Mike's and then we'll talk, find one better. Mike's not <laughs> talking about Anthony Hopkins right now. He's talking no, about No, I know that. I know that. Because and I'm I'm right there with Mike. Now that I'm thinking about it, the plot makes no sense. Why didn't there was forty of them? There's one of him. He had one bullet. He was threatening to kill the he girl. He was tricking them. But because, he doesn't care if the girl he doesn't dies. care if the girl dies because he tells him to kill him on the way down. Also, wait, can we also talk about what a weird fucking like plan that is? So he goes up there and pretends he's going to shoot Rene Russo, right? right? This is his end game, For, right? He's talking about Alex Furlong, the character right. Alex yeah. Furlong, yes. exactly, yeah. right? Now, but somebody has spent considerable amounts of money to purchase him from the past. Yeah. So you would think that he would know at least that Rene Russo was he did know his girlfriend. He did, he did know. know, right? But. Does Emilio Estevez just not have that like the foresight to the realize foresight that to somebody see that, like this is an empty threat? <laughs> yes, I, like the person that bought me clearly yeah. knows that Rene yeah, Russo is my fucking yeah. girlfriend. I mean, I mean, uh, 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 sorry, Estevez proves throughout the whole film that he really has no real clue He's a what's going fucking on. Moron, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He, he threw out this whole movie. Bumbling his way through it. Yeah. True. But let's Debunk, be honest. Everybody is already a moron in this film. We have three guys that we've already said, like, why are they even doing yeah. this? Like, why True. do they have to? And here's another question. And this is, I mean, they don't really explain this, but it would make a lot of sense. To Cody's point, or whoever said, why Why can't he free Jack into another younger body? That's what I, yeah, I said that. You and, did. Okay. And, it, and, and then free Jack into the other body when he... Gets them. They could easily. They could easily do this. Like, <laughs> oh no, Anthony Hopkins, you're gonna die in like an hour, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, just give me a bum off the street, and then while <laughs> yeah. I'm while I'm in this body, oh, no. find me a better one, and then shoot me in the head, put me back in the machine, and then I'll free Jack out into Wait, the new body. I yeah. think they kind of try to explain it in the fact that the reason that they go back in time to grab someone like they did with Emilio is because they're healthy, they're not poisoned. Right, but. He, yeah, but he's rich. He lives in a rich society. You could just steal one of the rich, other rich people's kids. You cannot. Kid. As we learned yeah, actually, from the own... purge, you cannot steal other rich kids. <laughs> but, but not even that. This, like, is, this is yes, I understand, or I understand your, your argument, right? Because that's what, yeah. what Brad says in the, in the apartment. Yes. He says, well, they want, why would anybody want a body that's smoked, done all these toxins? They want the best body, right? No, I was only. But it's his brain that's being transferred, right? Yeah. Surely he could have jumped in anyone's body. Yeah, and bottom forty eight more hours. Well, no, he'd be. Oh in my a, god, I have to a, be in a body just like mine because be, I was breathing yeah, the same be shit. A, he'd be in a body. He'd yeah. be he'd be in a shitty body for like one to two weeks till they free jack another race car driver in. Right, and then he'd be fine. And it's not like he can't <laughs> afford it. He owns the time machine. This is not costing him anything. He literally owns the time machine. He does. You got to free jack the time anyone. Machine. Here's the thing too. But the- you know why that didn't happen? Because Anthony Hopkins was so dead set on having sex with Renee Russo. <laughs> so no much. other options were available. I want to die now. <laughs> <laughs> or have sex with this woman and live. It's the only other Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there are two options on the table. Figure it out. Shit. Wait a second. He owns the fucking time. I'm forgetting. He owns the time machine. Yes. He doesn't have to teleport into anyone at that time. He can free jack anybody in fucking history. Yes. He could have been. Can I? No, no, no. But they need. Michael need, Jordan whoa, no, but for they, two but, days. But, can they, I but ask they the needed time? the video footage so they can actually get whoa, the coordinates correct. Whoa, whoa, wait. I want to ask but a time loop question. But you can get the video footage anywhere. Time loop question. I could time, be The Rock. <laughs> time loop. You could be The Rock. Time the Rock loop. didn't exist in 93. Hold on. Time loop fucking question. Could Anthony Hopkins not just go back in time, but go back a little bit further and get and steal young Anthony Hopkins and bring him back and free Jack into well, his own brain? Here's another one. You want to blow your mind a little bit? Think about this. 
why doesn't Anthony Hopkins just go back to Emilio Estevez five more minutes sooner before he explodes? Then you have two Estevezes in the future. Wait. What? You're saying free jack him again? Yeah, free jack yeah, him yeah, again, yeah, but yeah. just go back. We don't know if you can go back. We or we well, don't know. No, we, that, we only know you. Can, we don't know if you can. It bring has to time up with right, people like back. That. But here's the thing, and that's just something I was thinking about when they were watching <laughs> the video. They make they have all this dire look, like they only have one shot at this, and the whole time I'm thinking like, well, now you have a time machine, like you have you, infinite you have tries infinite to tries. try this yeah. because you can go back. And he's right, Kyle's right. I can free jack him at. Any second, I could keep free jacking yeah. him a yeah. million times. The way the uh, the way the way that I think <laughs> they're right, the, the way that I think the writers got around that that gaping loophole of time travel is that be, I think it's be, that's why we saw those scenes happening, uh, coinciding together. Him the start race starting and then uh-huh. you know the the jackers getting all set and set up and, and everything. They tried. I think I think the writers try to get us as audience to think they really do only have one shot, but in reality. Fucking rewind the tape, man. Yeah. Well, they make you're it watching a, a tape. You're not watching yeah. a live feed. And then, but they make it so important because they like all these trucks drive to some undisclosed location. Well, that's where the, I think that's where the right the so racetrack they could, they was. They could have cruised over to his old apartment. That was the racetrack. <laughs> Come on, yeah. that racetrack is not in New York City. Yeah, where this movie mm-hmm. takes place. Yes, it is. Where in New York City are they driving Indy cars street and race, not bro. street races? No, no that, trees there. What no, are they? no, that that, that, lo- that looked like they're in the out the, like the. The, the out, outskirts. They weren't in New York City. Right, right, they wait, drove right. a but while the, for the that. The film takes place in New York City. Right. They, right, dro- right. they drove so a while it, to so get to it, that track. It's not like Vicindic had to be in the spot. Somebody said it. I in did. the spot where the crash actually occurred. I feel like he had he, to. I think he had to. I had to. I think but that's what was that makes that remains. makes zero fucking sense because it's not happening in real time unless he freejacked from another universe that was happening coinciding. But no, it makes no sense. He doesn't need Since to be in that space. Yeah. Unless... I don't know. Maybe his fucking maybe, energy's no, in that spot. Hold on. Let's go. I maybe know. maybe <laughs> no. think of it. Maybe it's like the timeline uh, time travel, which is the Michael Crichton one, where it's like a fax. So it does take you to the same location that you were at. Oh, damn it, we gotta get yeah. off this. Yeah. I think it does. No, this is yeah. a deep fucking conversation. We're never, we're never gonna get off this. But, but anybody listening can take away from this is that don't ever put time travel in your fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. It's garbage. Like it's eight possibilities it's really, that are all equally like it's really fucked the up. Sound. It yeah. really has fucked up the Terminator series really bad. But anyways, uh, we will talk more about Free Jack right when we come back. You can't get rid of me that easily. Where the hell are all you guys coming from? (laughs) And we're back talking about the free jack. Let's talk about technical. (laughs) Let's get into that. Yeah, why don't we? Bing, bang, boom. It's you know, let's rate it's this. There's a lot of bing bang boom. It's, Chris, it's you're pretty, absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's it, throw for set. It's throw a dash of escape of New York, a dash of Running Man. Throw those in together. I think they just filmed in New York. And then what you do? They didn't, they didn't dress it right. <laughs> you're just picking films that took place in New York. <laughs> and then you just have Sex every- in the City <laughs> one and two. Sex in the City. <laughs> and then like, and then just have all the villains dress up like they're in that video game. 
with <laughs> with Aerosmith. No, they just all yeah, they're just like, oh, just throw on some raggedy rags. You're raggedy good. rags. Some raggedy rags. <laughs> just make it look like we it got took place in the 80s in the future. Here's the thing, man. It's um <laughs> oof. It's not it's not a, like it's just it's so dated. I don't even know how it feels <laughs> like it seriously feels like 1980 fucking one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's it doesn't feel that old to me. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't say no. it, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it feels that old because of like weird like electricity like because mm-hmm. there are electricity. definitely there <laughs> you are, know what it feels like effects that yeah. don't exist in that time, but it's done so poorly that you're like I don't know maybe this is ahead of its time. I just I, I, <laughs> yeah. just, I just it is an eighty two film. It's way ahead of its. I time. just thought of another movie that that I got I it remind this one remind me of the Wraith. Yeah, and the yeah. effects and the look and everything is yeah. almost straight. The dude, rate. I'm like, did they really have to green screen them in an elevator? <laughs> dude, that was the weirdest shit. Like that came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like, and even that shot is weird. It's like shot of the tower, and then it quick pans straight down to just an elevator, like like moving past the camera. And then yeah, like it's the only spot that's like green screen in this fucking movie. And it looks so, not the only spot. It no. looks <laughs> definitely not the only spot. It looks spot. so horrible. It looks so, bad. The whole end of the film is green. That, that that's got to be like a reshoot scene right there. I just I realized I definitely have a fear of heights because the thought of going up to the 200th Dude, floor made me want to vomit. I got I really? Like, I, yeah. yeah. No, I had a panic attack also when it stopped being white and it showed like how high yeah. up they were. Yeah. And it showed like the city. I was like, oh my God, if I was in that, I'd be fucking freaking out. It worked on me. I felt like I was like, I'm kind of feeling nauseous. Right now, best effect in the movie. Best effect. Yeah. No, I disagree. The, the car chase scenes are actually pretty, pretty goddamn good. Yeah, they're good. They're, pretty they're, good. they're yeah, choreographed like, um, fantastic. Um, the stunts are really good. The car flips are awesome. Yeah, I think you got the that, explosions and gunplay is all good. Like, yeah, the gunplay is awesome, and like, I think that the action side of it is they fucking nailed it in this movie. It's fun and it's entertaining. I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. What do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? Because that's about it on technical. There's not even a fucking Rolling Stone song. What were we saying earlier? <laughs> what, what, what was it we were going to rate it? I forgot already. Not, no Rolling no. Stone uh, songs. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was, it uh, was Mick Jagger Jackets? or Jack- Jackets? Mick Jackets. Okay, yeah. We're no, gonna... it was Rolling Stone's uh, pinnacle album. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, wheeling. Steel Wheels. Steel Wheels. Okay. Free no. Wheeling. No. <laughs> I think it was a great Wheel Dead album. Yeah, Chris is, ah, uh, Free Wheeling an album. Free wheeling, Neil Young. All right, let's um, see. No, we're Mick it. Jackets. We're gonna rate it. Mick Jacket. Jackets. Yeah, Mick, Mick Jackets. Jackets. Let's. Right. I'm excited to start with Kyle. Actually, tonight. I was hoping you'd start with someone else, like yourself or Mike. Okay, I'll start with myself <laughs> or Mike. Uh, here's the thing. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we both doing this here's at the same the time? Let's race. Um, <laughs> man. So this movie is oddly charming in a weird way because it reminds me of so many other... It had me nostalgic for other movies that are way better than it. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I liked it when they did that in that movie. I kind of want to watch Total Recall now or I want to watch Robocop (laughs) now. It made me want to watch a lot of other movies. Uh, but it's weirdly fun that way. Like there's like there's there is some good performances in this movie and there's some really bad ones. Um, here's the thing, man. I don't feel like, uh, man, I'm indifferent. On Free Jack, don't love it. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's a good movie. I would go with it. I'm gonna go with the two McJackets on this one. It's um just figuring out what the main driving plot of Anthony Hopkins is is just enough for me to be like, yeah, just, that's not a good enough reason to bring somebody back in time and spend a billion dollars on. So two, two for me, two for Free Jack. Mike, yeah, man. 
so when I, I, I said I had seen this film a hundred times. When I was a kid, I, I thought this film was so cool. And you still do. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that anymore. Uh, yeah, man, this is definitely one of those childhood movies that got ruined for, because of this podcast. <laughs> because, man, this film does not age well. It's just... <laughs> It's terrible. Like the act. Like I know. Like why did I think it was so cool as a kid? Because like there was so many. Any other movie during this time had better action. I come in peace has better like better special effects. Than well, this Dark Angel, as you, Dark as, Angel, as is yeah. also known, uh, is fantastic and should be on the show soon. I agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little whisper in everyone's ear. Um, <laughs> No, I just it's it's the plot makes no sense. Some of the dialogue's really bad. I hate when they're I mean, yeah, the chases are good, but that scene where he makes that dad joke like you couldn't catch the clap, the syndic or something. What what the hell is the joke? Is, Any jokes that he makes. Yes. Yeah. Quite a few of those. They're all forced. like horrible, terrible dad jokes. Yeah. And they're really bad. I gotta give this one and a half McJagger. It's like <laughs> it's just bad, man. <laughs> wow. There's not whoa. a lot. There's not a lot I can whoa, say that are good whoa. about it. Good wow. about this. Wow. Oh my god. Kyle. Uh yeah. First time seeing Free Jack. First time seeing a McJack in the movie. Um <laughs> McJagger jackets. Um so yeah, the this movie is is laughable because I think the plot line is just ridiculous. The the whole end game here, which really is Anthony Hopkins fucking his assistant. <laughs> so he's going to go to such ends for that. And the guy has so much money, I'm sure he could buy, you know, whatever he wants. I don't know why he's he's so dwelling on this, but I mean, I thought the action scenes were really fun and I thought they were cool. The car, all the car chases were like on point for any movie that really has car chases, it's 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 up there with other ones I've seen. Um, I I I'm I enjoyed watching this movie. Like I thought it was bad, but I actually had fun watching it though, which was which is kind of cool. So I, I'm gonna give a three on this one. I I don't think it's terrible. <laughs> I don't think it's amazing, but I thought it was more entertaining than Middle of the Road. So I'm gonna go three. I thought it was entertaining enough, but not Middle of the Road, Chris. That's where I was at with it. So we're on the opposite there. So, That's fine. Yeah. So I, we, I dropped half. <laughs> I'm I am going completely middle of the road on this movie. Two point five Mick Jackets. Um I'd never seen this film before. I didn't really have any expectations for it other than it was like a sci fi action kind of film with Emilio Estevez and I, I will say this is probably not one of my favorite Emilio roles. The acting is pretty weak. It was cool to see Mick Jagger, you know, in, in his role. I think he did a good job, but, you know, it was hit or miss with him as well. The action's fun. It's fun to watch. Like, it's high energy. Um, you could tell there's, like, a lot of stunts and things happening. So I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, it did get me feeling like, I, you know, things were pulled from a bunch of other movies that would definitely escape from New York kind of vibe. Um, but, you know, there, there's something charming about that. Um, it's not a bad film, and I definitely would recommend seeing it at least once, but it's not going to be super memorable for me. Um, so, yeah, two and a half free jackets. No, no. Mick, Mick, Mick Jackets. jackets. 
Free, free, <laughs> free jackets. <laughs> two and a half free jackets <laughs> to the next two keep, callers. Keep yourself warm. Did we ever ask whether or not we thought this was a cult film? No, we didn't. No, yeah. we can ask it. Let's ask it right it now. now. We're, yeah. like, we're basically time traveling our audience right yeah. now. Well, <laughs> let, we're going to free jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the final review. So, yeah, I guess we could answer. I, man, this is tough for me. I feel like I've heard enough people talk about it to where it could be, but it's never, like, really, like I said before, it's never in a positive light. Uh, Kyle's was the first time. So is that a yes or a no? Like I don't it, it know. Could be. I think it you could think? be. I'm what? gonna go. I, if I if I had to give a percentage, I'd give it fifty one percent. It's fifty one percent cult. Yeah, it's got forty nine percent go before it's an official cult film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fifty one percent. So That's it's our it's Rotten there. Tomatoes score, whether or not something's cult or not. <laughs> well, we got to start our own website. <laughs> <laughs> cult or not dot com. That's so douchey. Yeah. I I don't think <laughs> so it's. Pretentious. <laughs> I don't know if it's a cult film in the sense that it has like a rabid fan base, but I think it might have enough to be like the makings of a cult film, you know, like definitely Mick Jagger being in the film and it just being kind of this weird sci-fi film that feels like an 80s movie. <laughs> I will back you up in the fact that I do see keep on seeing it pop up places. Really? Where Walmart? Like I said, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like in the three dollar bin, or like you know what I mean, streaming on some like free fucking channel that you never heard of before. I don't think it is a cult film. I, I don't think it is because honestly, like before you picked this movie, this movie was always just oh a movie that Mick Jagger was in. That's all. I didn't even know the title of the fucking movie. I've never heard anybody talk about this movie before. I've never seen. Any sort of rabid f- fan base or following with this movie, like yeah. there's, there's just like a, a quintessential, like a cult film. Like I feel like we, we agree that it has to have like a lasting effect on pop culture or the culture in general. There has to be some sort of fans that don't let it die, sort, so to speak. Like I feel like in my mind, that's kind of what I feel like I gotta kind of apply a little bit to. Or at least the makings of it. I don't think it has the makings of it. I think it's an entertaining, shitty action movie. <laughs> and, like, that's that's where it ends for me. Here's the okay. thing that I just realized, too, man. Chris has got this weird obsession about, like, watching movies with, uh, like, recording artists in them. Right? He's Mo- like He, he likes what? music. Yeah, Moonwalker. And he's confused. Moonwalker, and then fucking Free Jack. What's <laughs> next, Chris? You think that's a theme yeah, with my get, choices? Is music theme. music inspired? Yeah. I mean they go they go together like birds of a feather. Okay, Mike. <laughs> and, they flock, <laughs> and they flock together. Do I think it's a cold film? Did you already answer? Yeah. No, I didn't. But yeah. It, uh no, absolutely not. Like he I does. think the only cult that will ever grew from this film is me and my brother. I think that might have been the other people that were <laughs> You guys were making your film. own fucking like um, costuming. But like the extent of our cult reminiscing for, for this film is just me like, hey, bro, you remember Free Jack? And he goes, oh yeah, that's it. And then it ends right there. That's you another know, film Rene Russo you, was in. Yeah. What yeah. you don't know is that uh, Disney, when it had the 20th anniversary of Free Jack, um, <laughs> yeah. people lined up in the tens. Nobody knew that. <laughs> and their free jacket yeah, cosplay. If, Ro- if Rocketeer is an occult film, this fucking movie ain't no fucking cult film. Dead yeah. free motorcycle rides yeah. Yeah, it's around funny too. the parking lot. <laughs> this is also one of the rare films that we've reviewed where um, we have a dad review. And my father offered his two cents oh, on it. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. He found out. Oh, uh, and I, he, he said, what movie are you doing this week? And I said, Free Jack. I have 30 minutes to watch. And his response, 
Movie's terrible. <laughs> then we went back to eating. There it is. That was <laughs> so yeah, that. wise words from your father. <laughs> there we go. That's our fifth review. Make sure that we put that in the graphic, Chris. Dad says he terrible. Said, oh, he yeah. agrees with Anthony Hopkins. Kyle, Dad. Horrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. That was terrible. All right, guys. That's our show for this week. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Then head over to YouTube. Subscribe there. Make sure you check out our live show tomorrow. At Phoenix Film Bar. Chris, where can they get tickets? The Film Bar PHX.com. That's right. Go ahead there and get them. <laughs> All right. That's right. Yeah, you That's got right. it. Jeez. Yeah, you, you answered that question correctly. Now digest it. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and then make sure you follow us on social media at Colt Film underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. Also, our Facebook page is popping off. So make sure you get over there. You can follow Kyle at. You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. And you can Instagram. follow Okay, you can follow Mike <laughs> at, <laughs> at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect <laughs> on Instagram, Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. Okay, let's do it. <laughs>